Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today we've got a crazy story about ruining a friend's wedding anniversary. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, I got my half brother disinherited. My revenge was against my brother, half brother actually. He tormented me nearly all my life, and in return, I made sure that my dad cut him off and that he never got a share in my dad's estate. I grew up with my parents. Ours was a happy family. At least my dad was happy. My mom was probably not happy. My dad had a wife and was openly dating another woman, my half-brother's mother. Many people felt my mom was a pushover for staying with my dad despite his constant disrespect, but she stayed regardless. From what I was told, my dad was her first love. They met whilst in middle school and had been together since then. My dad was all my mom knew. She had no friends, just her mother and my uncle, her brother. I believe that one of the reasons my mom didn't leave, or perhaps a major reason that she stayed, was because my dad may have been a regular cheat, but in other ways, he treated her right. He organized the biggest birthday parties for her, bought her gifts, and publicly praised and loved her. Many people thought my mom was not good enough for my dad, By many people, I mean my dad's family. My dad's from a wealthy family. His family owns a huge fabric factory and he's college educated. My mom, on the other hand, is from a small, humble family. My dad's family wanted my dad to marry someone from a rich and influential family, but my dad refused. He had been with my mom for too long and he didn't want to break her heart. It's so ironic that my dad disrespected my mom in their marriage by openly dating another woman, but he never let his family disrespect her. He would get mad at anyone who tried to make demeaning comments about my mom. His family hated her, but they would never disrespect her because they feared him. My dad was hardworking and prudent, the oldest child in his family. When his dad died, he took over the company and expanded it. It was in the course of his regular traveling that he met my half-brother's mother. She was a beautiful 22-year-old model. Dad fell in love with her and made her quit modeling to become his full-time mistress. As their relationship progressed, she got pregnant. Dad was upset about it, but he was going to take full responsibility for his love child. My mom told me that my dad woke her up very early one morning, mentioned my half-brother's mother's name, and told her that she was pregnant with his child. He mentioned her name so casually, my mom told me. He expected me to know her. My mom said she nodded and went back to sleep. Did it not bother you, I asked her? Not at the moment, I just wanted to sleep. But the next day, it started to bother me. My dad told her she could leave if she wanted to. He was ready to pay any amount of money for alimony monthly. My mom didn't leave though. She chose to stay with him. My dad had his son by his mistress and gave him his name. That deeply upset my mother, who felt I should have been the one to get his name. People say that my dad loved my brother more because he loved his mother more than he loved mine. That could not be more right. It was just like the biblical story of Jacob and Rachel. Jacob loved Rachel so much that he transferred that love to Joseph and Benjamin, the children she had with him. My dad loved my brother more than he loved me. It was clear for all to see. My parents never fought over my dad's cheating until my brother came along. It became clear to my mom at that point that she'd been forcing it all along. My dad had stopped loving her a very long time ago. She decided to leave. She left my dad and they had a bitter custody battle which she won. Just after she won the battle and I was to go live with her, she became ill. 
Her illness was terminal and my dad couldn't look away. He brought her back into the house and became her nurse. My half-brother's mother was irritated and broke up with my dad to be with someone else. Sadly, my mom died soon after and my dad went back to her. She was already married at the time, but she was cheating on her husband with my dad. Eventually, she divorced her husband and married my dad. I'm five years older than my half-brother, so I never really noticed the favoritism when I first met him. However, the minute he moved in with his mom, I knew they were going to be trouble for me. My half-brother was my dad's favorite. He wasn't even bothered to hide it. He got him the fanciest things while I had to work hard to get whatever I wanted. I had to prove myself in some way to get the things that my brother got on a platter of gold. It was obvious in how my dad forgave his misgivings. My dad expected me to be responsible, to never make mistakes. He was extremely intolerant of my mistakes, but he would ignore my brothers and act as if nothing happened. He hardly punished him. My stepmom was even worse. She spoiled him silly. My dad was a little bit strict with my brother, but his mom had no boundaries with him at all. He could do no wrong in her eyes. Aside from spoiling my brother rotten, she was extremely mean to me. She treated me like I was a piece of rag. I was okay with us not having a relationship. But it wasn't just that we didn't have a relationship, she also hated me. If my dad was mad at me, she would try to fuel his anger against me and encourage him to punish me. You can tell she feels threatened by you, my maternal cousin told me one day on our visit. I said, you think? Why would she feel threatened by me? They said, I don't know, you're older and smarter than her son and your dad trusts you with responsibilities more than he does your brother? I nodded, but I just didn't believe her. It was clear to everyone that my dad preferred my brother to me. He loved and indulged him more. I decided to pay more attention and I discovered that my cousin may have been onto something. My stepmom tried very hard to discredit me to our dad all the time. She would tell him I was too slow, I speak slowly. And then it became clear when one day, she asked him in a whisper how he thinks I would do in important meetings at the company. I didn't just have to deal with my stepmother's cruelty, I also dealt with the same from my brother. He was younger than me, but he would get his friends to make fun of me and bully me. The only thing they didn't ever do was hit me. Once, I was reading a book on the kitchen table, and he and his friends threw eggs at me. I couldn't do anything to him because my dad would take his side anyway. He's just a child, my dad would say. But he soon became a fully grown teenager, and my dad would say, Why not just ignore him? You can't throw stones at all dogs that bark at you, you must learn to look away. Naturally, as we grew, my dad trained us in the family business. He tried to help us learn the ropes, but my brother was too nonchalant about his teaching. He'd grown already, and my dad had a little patience for his childish tantrums. Perhaps he realized at some point that he'd raised him badly and was trying to undo what had been done. I have never seen someone so determined to be useless. How can a person be terrible at everything? He would rant to my stepmother, and she would look away in shame. She made different excuses for him. She would say he's still a child. He was tired from having a hectic school week and other chains of excuses. As soon as I was done with college, I started to manage a department in the family's company. I was doing well since my dad had trained me for the role since I was younger. My dad had become more beholden to me. He liked me better than my irresponsible half-brother, and that unsettled my stepmother badly. When I noticed my stepmother's resentment, I considered moving out, but I knew my dad would not have it. Dad is the kind of person that wanted all of his family together. 
He wanted to be the grand patriarch of his family and oversee everything, just like his dad did. It was a crucial time in my career, and the last thing I wanted to do was upset my dad. I should have moved out because just when I was getting loud applause from my father, my stepmother and brother set me up. My dad hated drugs. He hated it when young men used drugs. It was, to him, the greatest failing. He warned us very often against using and made it clear that he would not hesitate to cut off anyone who started using. My dad's brother was addicted to a certain white powder and he caused my dad's family too much pain and money. He was in and out of rehab too many times that the family soon stopped caring about him. Even my grandmother turned her back on him. He pretended many times to have changed, but he'd go back to his old ways in no time. When I was about 14, my dad announced to the entire family that he had decided to cut my brother off. My stepmother and brother planted that white powder in a work report I was going to give my dad. I still don't know how they figured out that I was going to be turning that into my dad on that day. I handed the file to my dad and went upstairs to take a nap. I was really tired and all I wanted to do was just rest, but my sleep was interrupted by my dad's loud banging on the door. I opened the door in surprise. The only time my dad ever yelled that loud was when he was yelling at my brother. What is this? My dad asked, waving the pure white substance, delicately wrapped in a transparent plastic bag, at me. I stammered because I knew just what had happened. I had no doubts that my stepmother and her son had planted it. What they didn't know was that I was no longer the boy I was before I left for college. I had read books, I had met people and I knew things. I immediately apologized to my dad. I could tell that they were shocked when I apologized. I apologized because my dad hated lies. If he believed you were lying to him, he'd never forgive you. He'd believe that anyone who lies to him considers him an idiot. The best way to handle the situation was to take responsibility for it and apologize, which was a quality that my dad admired in men. My dad tried to get me to go to rehab, but I assured him that I was fine and that I'd only just started. He suspended me from my role as a manager in the company, and I accepted it with glee. That pales compared to what I'd planned for my stepmother and her son. My dad fell ill, and most of the responsibilities of running the company came to me, my brother, and my paternal cousin. It was clear for all to see that I would be taking over after my dad, but that wasn't enough for me. I wanted to completely disinherit my brother, and I did just that. My half-brother was in charge of one of the departments at the company and would have run it to the ground but for my regular interventions. One evening, I came up with a plan to disinherit my brother. I decided to set him up for money laundering. I spoke to some people and pulled some strings and they moved a huge amount of money into one of the company's accounts, the account he was in charge of. I also wrote anonymously to financial crime agents to look into the account. They came around and asked questions. Of course, my brother knew nothing about it, so he was devastated. He tried to be friendly and convince me not to tell my dad, but I shut him off. That evening, I went to my dad's house. I'd moved out to live with my girlfriend, and I told him all about that had happened. I believe he's trying to move some money around for drug dealers, I told my dad. It wasn't unbelievable. My brother had been involved in many shady deals in the past, and my dad had had enough. He immediately fired him from work and instructed him to move out of the house. I heard from the family's domestic staff that my dad had called his lawyer for a meeting at night 
and that meant my brother was going to be disinherited. My stepmother came into my office and tried to convince my dad to take it all back. Her son had said many times that he didn't do it, but she didn't believe him. It was the kind of thing he would do anyway. If you can just talk to him, please. I looked at her and shook my head. That was the first time she ever spoke so politely to me. That was someone who bullied me as a child. I grew up wishing my mom was alive to protect me from her. That won't be possible. What he did could jeopardize this company and I'm sure dad won't want to risk that. Before she left, I thought I might as well just jog her memory and remind her of the stunt she pulled against me. When I did, she growled at me. You? You did this to my son. He's innocent, she said in part disbelief and part anger. You don't deny then that you planted drugs in that folder? She started to yell at me, and I wasn't going to deal with that on a Friday morning. I threatened to call security. She then started pleading with me. It was laughable, really, seeing someone who tormented me so much fall to her knees. I guess that settles it that he who laughs last laughs the loudest. What a loving household. Such great memories growing up there with the evil stepmom. I mean, considering the horrendous things they did, obviously they deserved this payback. I mean, they wanted just the same the other way around with OP. Our next story is, I ruined my friend's wedding anniversary by telling everyone at the party that she cheated on her husband. Some friends behave horribly to your face. You know the kind of people they are, so you already know how best to avoid them. Some others betray you and they make it obvious to you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You and the whole world that they're no longer your friends. Those are bad friends, but they're tolerable because the devil you know is always better than the friend you think you know. Some other friends pretend to love you. They act as though nobody else cares about you in this world the way that they do. They praise you, show support for you in public, and make you believe that you can trust them. But they are terrible friends. They hate you but would rather not be your enemy. They'd rather be your friend because they're too cowardly to reveal their true emotions about you. With friends like that, who needs enemies, right? Well, that's the kind of person my ex-bestie was. She nearly ruined my reputation and life. Thankfully, I found out, got my revenge, and finally cut her off for good. My ex-best friend and I lived in the same town. She grew up there, and her dad was the mayor at the time. My dad was a cop and was transferred to the town after an issue ensued in the town we used to live in. It's a long story, but my dad's face was everywhere on the TV news, in the local paper, in the news bulletins. 
The day my mom decided we had had enough and announced that we were leaving the town was when my dad's picture was shown on the news and another clip showed a picture of my mom, my brother and me. My mom was terrified. She worried that people would harm us. That evening, she told my dad that we had to leave. She had mentioned it in the past, but my dad just waved it off. He tried to wave it off again and treat the issue as a non-issue, but my mom was not having it. We have to leave and we must do it before this week runs out, she said stubbornly. My family was a traditional one. My parents were religious and they believed that a man was the head of his home. His decisions were final and my mom could make suggestions. That day, however, she was not making a suggestion. She was telling my dad what she was going to do, and it was clear that she would do it anyway regardless of his involvement. My brother was already getting bullied in his class, and my mom had had enough. My dad sighed in resignation. Where do you have in mind? He asked my mom. And that was how, nearly two weeks later, we moved to the town my mom grew up in. My brother was excited about being able to visit our nana. Nana cooked so well and she spoiled my brother silly. She never liked me though and I still don't know why. I remember asking my mom why Nana didn't like me and she smiled and said, Of course Nana likes you, sweetheart, she loves you. Later that day I heard my mom asking her mom why she didn't like me. Listen honey, my mom said one day when I asked her again. So what if Nana doesn't like you? You can decide to not like her too. And that was what I did. I hardly ever visited my grandmother when we moved, even though she lived very close to us. The few times I was in her house was when I had to be. She warmed up to me when we moved to town, but I couldn't move past how she treated me when I was little. Anyway, enough about my grandmother. My bestie was in the same school as me. She was a diva, very beautiful and elegant. She carried herself so well. All the girls liked her. She was popular, but unlike nearly every popular girl, she didn't have popular friends or any friends at all. She was a loner, quiet and lovely. When we first started talking and she invited me to her house, I was super excited. I told my mom about it and she frowned and warned me to not be intimidated by whatever I saw at my new friend's home. Well, my friend's dad was the mayor and her mother was a wealthy businesswoman. I was awed when I went into her house. She had the largest bedroom I had ever seen. It had everything a room could possibly have, and she had a huge box filled with makeup products. Not long after my first visit, I started visiting her regularly and we'd play dress up together. She got all the freedom she needed from her parents. They even encouraged her to organize parties in the house, but she never wanted to do that. Her parents gave her everything she asked for, and one day, she mentioned that she could not recall a time when her mother said no to her. I guess her parents' indulgence created a narcissist out of her. She wasn't just very self-absorbed. She was also weirdly obsessed with being perceived as a good person. She wanted everyone to think that she was sweet and harmless, and I was fooled into believing that she was until she started to unravel. In school, I was paired with this girl in a chemistry class. She and I started working on our project together, and she praised me for being friends with my friends although she was treated badly by her other friends. What other friends? You don't know the story, she asked, looking at me like she was wondering if I lived in a rock. She then shrugged and said she slept with her best friend's boyfriend. Her friend was so hurt she attempted, but everyone loved her for it because her friend was a major witch and bully. She bullied me too. I shook my head. My bestie didn't come off as someone that would do such a thing. 
and I had no idea she hooked up at the time. Her other friends cut her off when her best friend was withdrawn from school. People still love her for doing that though, but her old friends can't stand her. It then occurred to me why my bestie was very popular but was not in any clique. I told my mom about what I heard in school some days later. I just think it was wrong to do that to one's best friend, I said to her. What do you want to do about this? My mom asked. I said, I don't know. What do you think? Why not ask her about it? I agreed to do that. Now that I think about it, I wish I didn't. If only I just let things be. My bestie managed to convince me that it was all a lie. If anything, she was the one who slept with my boyfriend. We were together for a while and then she hooked up with him. I was hurt and ended the relationship, but he came back and apologized so I took him back. When that happened, she told everyone that I'd slept with her boyfriend. The naive me said, wow, that's a terrible friend. She was terrible, she agreed. Everyone was glad that she left the school. People still admire me for it to this day. They believe I had something to do with her leaving. We both didn't go to college after graduating from high school. My best friend wanted to get married and start a family. I just don't think the whole college life is for me. I want to marry rich and just live rich, she would say. I didn't go to college because I wasn't accepted by the major school I wanted to go to, so I decided to take a gap year instead of settling. While taking a gap year, I decided to live in four major cities and just experience what it was like. My bestie was excited about my plan and decided to join me. I wasn't interested in getting married at the time, and I would tell my bestie that I'd rather just never go that path. While we were traveling, my bestie kept bothering me about her then-boyfriend's refusal to propose. Sweetie, you're still very young. I know, but I want to get married and have kids and he knows that. That's the only reason I'm dating someone that's older, she'd say. One day, while we were hanging out in a hotel bar, her boyfriend called and proposed over the phone. It was so romantic because when she said yes, he immediately had a ring delivered to the hotel. Our traveling together had to end because we returned home to prepare for her wedding. Meanwhile, all through our journey, I would make friends and they would suddenly start to avoid me. It happened too often that I became scared of making new friends. I would even complain to my bestie about it, but she'd assure me that all was well. You're an amazing friend, babe. It's their loss, really. While we were planning for the wedding, I met a young gentleman in town. He was just visiting town to oversee his business. He was very handsome and every woman's dream. When he asked me to go to dinner with him, I excitedly told my friend. I noticed her countenance was not so bright, but I didn't care. I chalked it up to her being too tired due to the wedding preparations. Her mother was a socialite and wanted a grand wedding. They also disagreed on too many things and it was taking a toll on her. On our dinner date, I found out that my date was not just handsome. He was also rich and from a comfortable family. When I told her, she could not hide her envy. Why are you getting the rich guy? That's my dream, she said. And while she sounded playful, we both knew she was serious. Her boyfriend was certainly rich, even though he wasn't as rich as the guy I went out with. The guy and I went out often, and one day he asked if I'd like to get married to him. He wasn't so interested in the marriage too, and he believed we would make a very untraditional couple. I agreed. We didn't do anything grand, unlike my bestie who was already married at the time. We had a small wedding with just a few people present. Even after we had both gotten married, my friend was still green with envy. I thought she would be over the fact that I was the one who married Rich, 
but she had not gotten over it. One day, she met my brother-in-law at home. He was four years older than my husband and was married. I still don't know how that happened, but my bestie confided in me one day that she was having an affair with him. I was disappointed and irritated at my friend and I told her this. She promised to confess to her husband and end things with him. She told me later that she had done that and I believed her. I didn't find out that the reason the friends I made while traveling soon started avoiding me was because my bestie had been bad-mouthing me to them until she tried that with a new friend I made. The friend was my husband's business partner, an older, sophisticated lady. I deeply admired her and befriended her. Naturally, she met my best friend too, and the two women started to hang out together. I noticed that she stopped hanging out with me as often, so I confronted her. I know you've been telling everyone that I'm having an affair with your husband, she said matter-of-factly. What? At first, I wondered why my husband would tell such a nasty lie. Then it occurred to me who had said that. My bestie. I told this friend that I would never say such a thing about her and even tried to make her ask my husband if I had ever accused him of having an affair with her. She went on to tell me other nasty stuff that my friend claimed I was saying about her. I was so hurt. I don't remember being that hurt before that happened. I cried all night when a lot of things started making sense to me. My husband tried but couldn't console me. I remembered how many people around me and around her treated me. I remembered that her husband was always so cold towards me. I could not bring myself to confront her. I wanted to hurt her far more than she hurt me. When she sent an invitation to a small party she was having for her first wedding anniversary, I knew that it was time to exert my revenge. I went to the party very early that day, helping out where I was needed. In our usual manner, I did her makeup for the wedding, did a little modification on mine, and we went out to their beautiful yard where the event was being held. You're going to give a speech, won't you? She asked, pleading with her eyes. I felt as though fortune was literally smiling at me. I said, of course. I had planned to tell everyone at the party in private conversations that she cheated on her husband. But since she wanted a public speech, I decided to put on a show. When it was time to do so, I gave the speech and started with how far they've come after they got married. I threw a few jokes around and then started to talk about how they've stuck with each other for the most enduring period in most marriages. Even when she cheated on him, he willingly forgave her and look where they are now. Everyone widened their eyes in horror. Her husband turned to her and asked what I was talking about. I wasn't surprised that she lied about confessing to him. He soon started yelling and banging on the table. Guests were terrified and started to leave. I signaled to my husband and we left too. As soon as we returned home, she called me and told me to tell her husband that I'd lied. I know you push your jokes too far. Please tell him about the joke. What joke? I said innocently. Listen, I'm sorry I mentioned that. Oops. She started to scream. You knew what you were doing, she cried out. Oh well, that was how I got back at her. The last I heard, her husband moved out and was separated from her for a while. He also refused to accept that the child she was carrying was his and insisted on a paternity test. Honestly, in some way, OP might have helped their friend out. Unless they got a prenuptial agreement, she might have gotten a nice chunk of that guy's assets if they divorce. And especially with a child, if that paternity test turns out accurate, alimony, child support, 
they'll honestly probably be alright. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 